0: Boom. Welcome, <laughs> Pastor Jim Card Scott, near Christian Center Street Board, doing our daily podcast here from Louisiana, United States of America. So glad you're with us. We're releasing a prophetic dream we had when we were in Israel. About how the put fear of the Lord, Lord, Lord is coming God, to release the God, true prophetic so downcast, and then to see the coming so harvest. All right, let's in listen God, in. Let's keep building on this. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. In hope in God. Oh, why so downcast, oh, my soul? Put, put your hope in God and bless, and bless the Lord, bless oh, my soul, oh, my soul. Oh, why so downcast? thou oh, my soul put, put, put your hope in god put your hope in god put your hope in god tell me why so well oh, so dance as thou oh, my soul put your hope in god and bless the lord bless the lord my soul bless the lord bless the lord my soul well blessings to you you know that that really speaks up cuz that's out of psalm 42 psalm 43 And that really speaks of what happens when you die to self, that you will bless the Lord, oh, my soul, no matter what, I'll not be discouraged. I'll not be downcast. I'll be open to what God's doing. And I hope that's an encouraging word for you. I spoke it Sunday and laid it out there out of that chapter of where we are. Well, it is Tuesday. It is the 15th day of November, 2022, about halfway through this month looking forward to it. It's a great month for us in America. We have our holiday. We call it Thanksgiving. If you've never been here or you've never seen our celebration, that is just probably one. It's my favorite holiday. It's not about gifts. It's about eating. (laughs) No, it is about the plenty, the the horn of plenty, but it is about just being thankful for what God has done. That's really what it's about. And, And it's a type of the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, we're in the land, and um, God has blessed us with it, and we celebrate that. And then, of course, that leads up to Hanukkah, the festival of lights, which is coming, and we're looking forward to that as well. Well, I started this encounter yesterday, as I started this encounter yesterday, and again, like I said, Sunday, I laid out that passage about uh, being downcast and how we must put our hope in God. And the Lord spoke to me about why the enemy seems to be coming and gaining ground against us all the time. And he took me to Judges chapter two and three, where the story was that Israel had broken covenant with God. And because of that, he would not allow the enemy or the nations to be removed from the land through Joshua. He left them because of their breaking of covenant. And the reason he left them was because he wanted to change or he wanted to, teach the next generation how to war and how to war against the gods of this world. And that is the season that we're in. We are in an era where the next generation is being raised up and trained up to fight the enemies that have been left behind by my generation, by older generations. And we all need to learn to fight. And this next generation is going to be more powerful than our generation by far because they will have grown up most of them in what we call a post-christian era where you know our laws and our foundations are not on the bible they're based on carnal ways they're actually romans 1 which is what was once uh, good is now evil and evil now is good uh, when you read romans 1 you'll see that so that's where we are and that's why this next generation is going to come up and as i shared Sunday. I said lord why he said well you've been prophesying this you've been prophesying war babies because the god i told you that's what's going to happen i'm going to raise up war babies so and the lord has prayed for 35 year olds and under and i believe that's the generation that's going to be used in a mighty way in the coming days well as i shared yesterday i won't have time to go through the whole dream that i shared yesterday but if you remember uh, in the dream i was it was in Israel when I had it. And again, it was more than a dream. It was an encounter. I see this room, uh, this place, this this limestone uh, type of uh, structure, and I saw the harvest coming from the four corners of the earth. And then when we went to Magdala, which is a first century synagogue there in Tiberias, um, I walked into this room and it was my dream. And the story in that room is the woman who touched the issue of blood had the issue of blood and touched the hem of his garment and got healed. Well, that's who she appeared in my dream, and this as she was speaking, her humility and her death to self was so transparent. She had such a fear of God that her prophetic was so true and so pure that nothing could thwart her from saying the truth. If I if I tried to move her emotionally, oh, you're wonderful, whatever. It wouldn't move her. If I told her it was wrong, it wouldn't move her. And I didn't do that in the dream, but I knew that in the dream, if I were to, that's what would happen because she feared God more than she feared man. And that I believe we gave a dream Sunday in our service and a word about that, I believe we crossed over. Something has shifted and we are in a time right now where we're seeing the pure prophetic. And I've been given this warning for years, but the Lord spoke to me about how the church wants to live in Isaiah 30. And in Isaiah 30, the passage is when these rebellious people and false sons, they refuse to listen to the instruction of the Lord. And then they say to the seers, you must not see visions. And they say to the prophets, you must not prophesy to us what is right. You must speak to us pleasant words and a, and prophesy illusions. Look, that's where we are. And we have a generation in the church, in the ecclesia, that is like that. They do not want the seers and the prophets to say what is really being told by the Lord, especially when it comes to hardship and any suffering. And I shared that Sunday. I had a word. It's out of Matthew 16, where where Jesus said those very words. but. He said that suffering and hardship are always in, the, uh, in opposition to the intents of men, to man's ways, and always is. When nobody wants to hear, we're going to go through a hard time. I don't. I don't want to hear that. But if I put my hope in God, I'll not be depressed. I'll understand that he's working all things together for the good. And we are in a season right now where God is saying, you're going to go through some suffering and some hardship so that my kingdom can come. And gave me that out of Judges chapter 10, when Israel was in rebellion again, he sold them into slavery to, the, uh, to their brothers, Ammon. Uh, and he tells them they sinned. They tried to say, oh, we're sorry, deliver us. And the Lord said, no. He said, pray to your gods, the gods that you've been praying to, see if they'll deliver you. And they said, no, we knew we couldn't. They repented. And they said, Lord, do what you think is best for us. And yet, Lord, we ask you to deliver us. And that's where we are right now. That must be our prayer. We must be so broken that we will pray that prayer. Lord, do what you think is best to us. We have sinned, but Lord, please deliver us. And that is my prayer. I'm trying to get to that posture where I confidently pray that. Do what you think is best to us. Ira Milligan put it this way to us when he spoke last week for us. He said, We are God's currency. And God can spend us ever how he wants. You know, if a man has money, he's a billionaire, trillionaire, whatever, he gets to spend the money any way he wants. It's his money. Guess what? We are that currency. When we're bond servants to the Lord, he will serve, and he can use us for it. He's not going to blow us and waste us, but he can spend us. If he says, hey, I want you to go through this season, then so be it. You know, in the seasons of the martyrs, 53 million people died, according to the Catholic books, that they wrote, the ones that they persecuted and killed. Most of the Roman church did. That was a season of martyrdom. It was the, the season of the ox as far as the four living creatures. And so there was a grace to be sacrificed that time. But you understand, that's how God was spending his money. In other words, spending his currency for the church. For what? For another coming harvest, which was the Great Reformation, which was the first Great Awakening, the second Great Awakening. That, that's how that was paid out. That's the interest that was paid back for that offering, for that sowing. And so we, we have to credit our freedom and our peace and our salvation and our uh, enjoyment of the awakening and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to those martyrs who died. God spent them for that so that we can reap a reward. And you know what? It, it, so many stories of those people, those martyrs that died. That many of them wanted to die for Christ. Many of them, uh, you know, they were a Polycarp. If you know that story, he was in the fire, and they said the people around said they like he smelled like bread, and they had to have one of the soldiers put a pierce to pierce him with a sword so he'd die in the fire. Okay, they had grace for it. And I believe if God's going to ask you to be a martyr, he'll give you the grace for it. But this is the moment we're in. And God is releasing a true prophetic. And then as I saw in my dream, I saw this harvest, and it was the harvest of the, the feeding of the thousands. When Jesus fed them twice, you know, the story. And the Lord says, no matter what we have in our hands, he's going to produce a harvest, and it's going to overflow. Because remember what happened after he fed all the people? They gathered the baskets, the overflow. So that to me is that we're going to see a harvest of provision, and then there's going to be an overflow even beyond that. And that's what this dream was saying. And it's going to come from the four corners of the world. And I love that part. And, and the Lord warned me in the dream that I had did not have, I had a limited vision because I had been too focused on what I was hearing out of my own nation and that the word of the Lord is going to come from the four corners of the earth. So I'm prophesying right now that you're going to start seeing prophetic come from all four corners, not just America. And I realize English speaking, we all tend to follow one another, but you get ready in South Africa, you get ready Australia, the English speaking nations, but also the Asian speaking nations, the um, European speaking nations. There is going to come from everywhere. The four corners, true prophetic is going to come. And how will you know it's the word of the Lord? Because it will become confirming from all around the world, not just from one nation. America's saying this, Australia's saying this, you know, South Africa's saying this, Germany's saying this. No, 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 no. We're going to get in succinct and we're going to hear the word of the Lord. And we're going to know that this spirit is released. As I said, in my dream, her, our response to her prophetic and what she was saying did not move her one way or the other, even agreement, it didn't move her in disagreement. It didn't move. her. I knew she was speaking truth and she was fully confident in my dream. This because it's a woman with the issue of blood. She was so sure because she was not in herself. She was dead to self in Christ. And I want to say this to you, I I I, wished, I I probably need to go study early church history and find out if there's any evidence of what she became. Because in my dream, she became this amazing evangelist and the harvest started flowing from her to the four corners of the world. Her story released a harvest to the four corners of the earth and it did. There's no doubt I can prove that because scripture, it made it to scripture. And that scripture has been preached to the four corners of the world. And there has been a harvest. How many times, how many sermons, how many messages, how many stories have we heard from that story? That story prophesies, and it is the spirit of prophecy that testifies of Jesus. And, and here's the thing. The Lord says this harvest, this provision is coming. You can't, you can't take it away. If if you try to reap it for yourself, it'll just reproduce. It's going to go into the bowels of heaven. It's going to go into that place and it's going to come out of that place. It's going to come out of that place where we touch him, his hem of his garment. We're going to touch him and from him we'll be made whole. And then not only will we be made whole, we'll be restored and we'll have a message of restoration for everybody else. And I I remember in the dream, I just couldn't understand why I kept seeing her. And, And I could not deny that the gifts and the power to declare the prophetic and harvest were married. I remember that was the main thing that I saw. The prophetic and harvest are married. And this is what we call power evangelism, where the prophetic is going to be so accurate like what Jesus walked in. Now, it was the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of knowledge—it wasn't just a word of knowledge or spirit—a word—a word of prophecy to the woman at the issue, at the woman at the well, but it was the spirit of prophecy, and it was that word, that full knowledge of who he was when he tells her the story of who she is, and she gets saved. She goes tells the whole city. The whole city comes to the Lord. And as I shared, I think it was last Wednesday night, there is some church history of her moving to Rome and getting put in prison. And then she starts a revival in the prisons in Rome. So this is what happens when you get touched by the Lord and the prophetic in your life ignites you. And then you become a testifier of the ways of God. Okay. So that's all I'm going to cover on this. There's more. I could probably do another session. I don't know if I will, but... Uh, There's more to this because of what God's going to do on the backside of this revelation. So I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that we would all look in our hearts and say, Lord, I want to be dead to self, and I want to speak your word and your word alone. I do not want to be moved by man. I want to be moved by the fear of God. I ask for that true prophetic to come in my life that I only speak what you're saying, regardless of what they do regardless of how they look at us. And we're going to say what you're saying in this hour, and we're going to see heaven move. We're going to see a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 full Issues of blood are being healed today. In the name of sure. Amen. Amen. All right, come back tomorrow. Love you guys. Well, blessings to each and every one of you. Again, thanks for listening on this app, whether it be Podbean, Apple, Spotify, however you have found us. Again, we are on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble as well as our app. We keep getting censored by YouTube. So always, if you lose us on YouTube, go find us on one of those apps as well as our website, ChristianCenterStreetBord.com. Again, check out all we're putting on our app. And you can sew there. You can read the Bible with us. We so love you. All right, come back tomorrow. Love you. Bye.